Shalom, everyone. One of the topics that repeated itself uh, throughout Baba Kama is the question of uh, robbing and stealing and the difference between robbery and, 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 and theft. And we've discussed it uh, in the past. And towards the end of the Gemara, uh, there's another topic, a specific topic in the question of, of robbery, and it's the question of uh, robbing, uh, stealing from a goy. Uh, let me share the sources and we'll start. Um, so I start with uh, uh, the Gemara in Babakama, uh, uh, page uh, 113. And there the Gemara says, the Gemara cites another statement related uh, to stealing from a Gentile. And Rabbi Barber Gittel says, uh, that Rav Shimshon Chassidah says, it is prohibited to rob a Gentile, but is permitted to retain his lost item. To retain his lost item. Uh, so, uh, meaning one is not uh, required to return a lost uh, to, to, to a Gentile. And the Gemara examines the basis for each of the uh, uh, of these uh, ruling, and we are focusing, of course, uh, in the in the robbing. It is prohibited to rob a gentile, as Rav Huna says. From where is it derived that it is prohibited to rob a gentile? It is derived from a verse uh, in Sefer Dvarim, as it is stated, "And you shall and you shall consume all the people that the Lord your God shall deliver unto you." And that indicates that it is permitted to consume the other nation's property only when they are delivered into your hands, meaning in times of war, but not when they are not delivers, delivered into your hands. And if we uh, uh, look uh, at Rabbeinu Bechaye, who explains that Hasuk Rabbeinu Bechaye Barasher from Spain, 13th, 14th century, and Rabbeinu Bechaye is saying on that specific pasuk, which is the proof for Rav Huna that he's not allowed to rob a Gentile, says Rabbeinu Bechaye, which the Lord your God uh, I, uh, is about to give to you, our sages in Baba Kama state that this was true only at the time when the Canaanites were being delivered into the hands of the Israelites. In other words, during the, the, during the war, during the years of conquest. But nowadays, in other words, Spain, end of 13th century, Christians, Muslim um, um, ruling, nowadays stealing from the raw and or robbing Gentiles is certainly prohibited. In fact, the Talmud there describes stealing from a Gentile as a great sin that stealing from Israelite uh, as it involves the, des the desecration of the name of the Lord. In other words, Rabbeinu Bechia is saying, Stealing from a, a stealing, robbing a, a gentile is chilul Hashem. It's a it's a desecration of the name of the Lord. The Jewish people are to be models of morality. If we steal, we drag God's Torah into disrepute, uh, disrepute, dis, disrepute, disrepute. Okay, and then he tells us, see also my comment uh, in, in Vayikra. So before we move to the uh, to his words in Vayikra, we, we first need to, to see how Rabbeinu Bechia is saying, it's Chilul Hashem. It's, it's, a, it's a desecration of the name of the Lord. And our purpose, or, and, but, but the way that we need to be, you know, in, in exile is to behave rightfully. It's to behave morally. Everyone's looking at us. 
And if they see that we, the people of the people of Israel, um, are are not moral and and we and we deceive the Gentiles, then they say, you know, look at look at those people, look of how, how they how they behave, and and these people is the people of Israel, and he sends us to Vayikra, and when we go to Vayikra to the pasuk um, that that he sends us in Leviticus twenty five fifty. Um, the pasuk there starts with v'chishav im, im koneu. Okay, he will make a reckoning for the one who uh, purchased him. We're talking about a we're talking about a slave, a gentile slave, belonged to a Jew. Shnat yovel, he has to release him. And the pasuk says v'chishav im koneu. Okay, you should reckoning, or if I use the word another word, you should calculate and give him what he deserves to give. Do not cheat your slave when you when you're sending him free and give him less than he deserves. And says Rabbeinu Bechayei, the verse warns that one must make a meticulous accounting and not try and trick the Gentile in one's uh, calculation. The reason is, says Rabbeinu Bechayei, that stealing from pagans is prohibited as a form of desecrating the holy name. Again, he uses the word Chilul Hashem desecrating the holy name of the Lord. And the Torah demands such careful accounting when the Gentile is questioned, uh, when, the, when the Gentile in question is under Jewish authority. Okay? In other words, we could have said that, that because of the Pasuk in Sefer Dvarim, that says when, when you conquer them, then you can steal from them. The, the, the Gentile is under the ruling of a Jew. So maybe that's permitted to steal from him because he's under the Jewish authority. And I and and no, and the question is no. I might have thought that seeing um that seeing the Torah uh permits charging uh, um interest in Gentiles, but and something that the Torah does allow us is to charge uh interest, but something which the Torah elsewhere appears to view as a form of unethical conduct that stealing, at least indirectly from a pagan, is permitted. But therefore, the Torah makes a point to tell us that this is not so. Okay, Don't try to, to say that if the Torah allows me to take ribit, uh, um, interest from the, from the goy, then maybe it's allowed to steal uh, a, a goy, uh, a gentile, or, or definitely a gentile, which is, which is my slave. And the Torah is saying, no, it is not permitted. And we know, says Rabbeinu Bechayi, already from Yosef's brothers, whose money had been returned to them by the Egyptians, uh, that they took it back to Egypt. When Yaakov is telling them, you should take that money back. Um, in response to their father's Yaakov instruction, if Yaakov thought that even if the pagans had made an error, we must not take advantage of it to their, uh, uh, to their detriment, how much more so must we not disadvantage them deliberately? In other words, says Rabbeinu Bechayei, look, Yaakov could have said, okay, they, they gave you back your money or they put all kind of gifts in your, in your, in your bags uh, in a mistake. But he says, no, we should not take what, what doesn't belong to us and return it to the Egyptians. And says Rabbeinu Bechayei, so do we. We must and more, more than that, we, we, we must uh, not uh, um, uh, disadvantage them deliberately. And all of this occurred before the Torah was given. There was no law of, of, of returning your, your, 
a theft to the to the Gentile. He says Rabbeinu Bechayeh was before the Torah was given when we did not have these limitations imposed upon us. How much more meticulous must one deal with a Gentile now that the law of the Torah applies to us? So I think these are very, very clear wording of Rabbeinu Bechayeh, but he adds something else. And he adds and he says that to Sefta, to our page, to Sefta from Baba Kama 13, 113 states uh, expressly that if one has robbed a pagan, one must return the stolen goods. It adds that such robbery is a graver crime than robbing a Jew because the crime includes the sin of desecrating the Lord's name. Again, Chilul Hashem, when one robs a fellow Jew, the victim does not use this as an excuse to question the rules of the Torah and the fairness of God. And he continues to say, but when one uh, uh, steals from, from a Gentile that everyone sees, ah, if this is how... Uh, if, if this is how the chosen people behave, then, you know, there's God is not so great and the Torah is not so great. And again, Chilul Hashem, we have to be careful and be even more uh, uh, um, careful not uh, robbing or cheating a Gentile. And Ravi Moshe Mikutsi, known as, as, as a smag, Sefer Mitzvot Gadol, another, again, Spain, 113th century, uh, uh, Smag is, is, is adding something, something else very important. And he says, I've already taught to the exiles of Jerusalem, which is in Spain. Okay, He calls that the exile um, of Jews in Spain, the exiles of Jerusalem, because Jews came to, to Spain, some say even in the, the, after the destruction of the first temple, but definitely after the destruction of the second temple, Jews were spread around the world and some got to Spain and he's turning to them, turning to the Jewish community as the exile of Jerusalem in Spain. Little does he know that in 200 years, Jews will be expelled also from Spain. But he's he's talking to, to the Jewish community and he says, um, uh, I talked to them and the rest of the Galuyot in Edom, Galut Edom in the, in the, in the wording in a, uh, of Chazal and, and, and other Chachamim in the Middle Ages, is referring to Jews under the ruling of Christian countries. That's Edom. Because now that the exile has been prolonged, it is more than likely that Israel must distinguish itself from the vanities of the world and grasp the seal of God Almighty, who is truth and not to lie to Israel or to the Gentiles and not to mislead them in any matter and to sanctify themselves even in what is permitted to them, as it is says, the remnant of Israel shall not shall do not wrong and speak no falsehood. A deceitful tongue shall not be in their mouth, only such as this shall pray shall graze and lie down with none to trouble them. And it's a quote from Tefania. In other words, what does what does uh, Rav Moshe of Kutsi is saying? He's saying now that the, that the exile is so long and we're still here among the nations, we must, must be careful not to follow the vanities of the surrounding. And we should take extra care to be, uh, to be like, uh, to behave like the seal of God, which is truth. 
and the 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 seal of the the seal of truth means not to lie, not to steal, not to rob, not to mislead. Uh, and and when we behave like this, we sanctify God's name, and when we don't, it's it's chilul Hashem. And he quotes a pasuk from Tzfaniyah that says that all who remain from Israel at the exile, if they keep their tongue, if they um, uh, I'll show you the the pasuk in um, in Hebrew. Uh, in Hebrew, maybe uh, it'll be clearer. Um, there it is. Like the the remaining of the of the people of Israel in exile, if they're not gonna do wrong and not gonna lie and not deceit uh, other people, then they'll be fine in every wherever they are. God will 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 leave them alone, and the Gentiles will leave them alone. In other words. It's our behavior that uh, um, is is what takes uh, uh, is, is we need to we need to, to understand that uh, that our behaviors uh, affected the way that uh, the quiet that we have amongst amongst the Gentiles and continues Rabbi Moshe of Kutsi and he says and when the Almighty comes to save the Jews in the exiles the Gentiles will say they are righteous and they are people of truth. And the Torah is true in their mouths, okay? The Gentiles, says of Moshe of Kutsi, and how relevant it is to our days, are looking at Am Yisrael and checking every little thing they do and say. And if they say that really the people of Israel are truth, you know, are, are abiding to the truth, and then so the, 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 the Gentiles will also praise God and, and praise the Torah. But if the people of Israel behave deceitfully, with the Gentiles, they will say, "Look at the Almighty's, uh, look, look at, look what the Almighty has done, who chose thieves and cheats to be His people." And it also written, "I will saw her in the land as my own." It's a pasuk from Moshe that God is saying, "I will take the people of Israel and I will saw them in the land, and they'll be, uh, and and then they'll grow and grow and multiply." And says Rav Moshe Mikutzi, does one man saw uh, one portion in the land, but to find a few? Of course, nobody is sawing just you know to have a little bit. The meaning of that pasuk says Rav, uh, Rav Moshe of Kutsi is that God is putting us among the among the among the, gen, the the nations in order that other people will join us. It's one of the few places when we hear a, a, a sage a from the 13th century, a Rishon. Who is or saying that 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 conversion is something positive that we want it to happen? So he says, God put us among the nations, not that we'll remain us, that people will join us. But can um, this is how God saw Israel in the lands, so that they will be joined by converts, and as long as they behave deceitfully toward them. Who will stick to them? Like nobody will want to join the people of Israel if they look at the people of Israel and they see that their ways are uh, 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 um, cheating, lying, stealing, robbing. And all of this, I would like to conclude with a with a famous and beautiful words of Mesilat Yesharim. Okay, it's it's more than just the way that we behave among the Gentiles and the the the. Uh, forbidden to, to steal or rob a, a Gentile. Mesilat Yesharim, Rabbi Echaim Lutzato, in his famous book, is saying that he's teaching us, okay, that 
Walking in his ways, this includes all matters of uprightness and correcting of character traits. This is what our sages of blessed memory explain. Just as he is merciful, be also merciful. The general principle of all this is for one to conduct all his traits in all the variety of his deeds according to what just and ethical. Okay, And if we take that and we expand it on the seal of God is truth. So to follow the footsteps of God, to be as God in amongst people is not only to be merciful and to have uh, uh, um, to, to conduct our ways and trades according to, to just and, and, and ethics. Part of it is not to steal, not to cheat, not to lie, not only to amongst ourselves, but also to other people, to Gentiles, because that would be a Kiddush Hashem. The other way will be a Chilul Hashem. Uh, and this is how we should behave in the world.